welcome to my faculty podcast at Walden University, created to provide further professional development and conversations relevant to faculty interests. This podcast is brought to you by the Center for Research Quality. With me today is our guest, Dr. Julianne King, and she is an alumna of Walden University. Welcome, Dr. King. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. I'm so happy that you're here today. And Julianne is going to be talking with me about her experience as a Walden doctoral student. So what program did you graduate from and when did you do so? I graduated from the the behavioral science uh, psychology department with the the emphasis on, on teaching. And I uh, am recent in that I graduated May 2019. Well, congratulations. That's exciting. Uh, What are you doing now that you've graduated? Uh, As of right now, I'm teaching um, adjunct at the uh, community colleges here in Houston, Texas, as well as uh, doing some public school teaching of science as my first degree is in science education. So I'm still uh, working in one degree and and gaining experience with the other until I can walk through uh, with both feet and and plant myself in a college or university where I can teach psychology full time. Awesome. So what made you decide to go to a doctoral program and why Walden? Um, I've always uh, valued education. Education was um, for many, for much of my life, um, a liberator into something different. Uh, I am a first generation uh, college student, even to this day. Um, I also have two children that I just wanted to show that they can achieve anything and, and I didn't want to be limited by situations and circumstances. And so I just wanted to continue with my education more of a, of a motivator at that point than before with having uh, two children and, and raising them um, raising them alone. And so I wanted to provide a better, a sustainable future for them that would allow us to look back and, and really create a legacy uh, for them to go for the gusto and, and not just to limit, be limited by, by your surroundings. And I chose Walden because I knew with, at that time with small children, it would be quite a challenge to drive to a, a brick and mortar and the time and the dedication that I would need to finish the program. Um, going to a brick and mortar, it probably was going to be more that I could handle. And so when I discovered Walden with the online program, I thought that was just uh, a wonderful um, opportunity for me to follow and pursue my dream and, and those career goals that I had and, and to move forward in, with it by going to uh, an online, um, online university. So why did you decide to do psychology if your first degree was in education? Um, I chose psychology because I've always been interested in in the why. Um, with education, is more of teaching the what. You have a curriculum that's placed before you, and 
you just teach it. <laughs> but I wanted to, I've always been interested in knowing why. Why do why do we think this way and and what are some things that, that could enhance education? And so as an educator, a lot of our um, trying to get to the students and making sure that the method of delivery of instruction is impactful is getting to what motivates the student and best teaching practices are grounded in psychology, um, appealing to those senses as with uh, Maslow, if they're hungry, you, they, they're not gonna learn. So a lot of psychology was a part of our, our training. Um, and so I wanted to further develop um, and to really delve into that, that training that we were getting that was just more of, um, of not really teaching, but to really understand my teaching. And so to understand my teaching moved me into a place of understanding the mind, understanding behavior that just kind of opened up um, a reservoir in me to really say that, you know, I think I like psychology too. <laughs> I like education, but I, I really enjoy psychology, the theories behind it, and, and it just made good sense. And so um, I still have my love for education, but I wanted to take my education deeper. And so psychology afforded me to go deeper in my love of teaching and empowering people for change. Awesome. Love that. So as we think about your doctoral program, what do you think was the hardest part of it? The hardest part uh, was the was the end um, of of writing, um, of not really knowing what direction you're going, um, kind of new experience. And you're doing this by yourself and, and it's not really anyone else for me that I could really talk to. There wasn't um, aunts or, or uncles or brothers or sisters or mother or father that I could talk to about this experience as I was the only one. And so it just was a, it was a lonely, a lonely time. I mean, even in the, the class that we had, which I was so grateful of the, um, the communication that we had every week, but we were still on different paths. And so it just created um, kind of a lonely space, um, kind of walking you know, through the dark and trying to figure things out on top of the day-to-day -day living of you know, children and, and teaching full-time and things that I did in my community, things that I did in my church. It was just a lot to kind of manage on my own. Do you think there's anything that the your chair could have done to help boost that isolation? Um, I, and this is just um, selfish in, in my part. I wish that he was only my chair <laughs> because, yeah. because he was divided out among so many students. He, I could only get a, a small portion of his, time, of his time. I wish he was only my chair. <laughs> And I think that would have helped if, I could, if the group was smaller and it was just a little bit more time devoted um, just to me. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. We'd all like to be only children, I think. Right. <laughs> so what was your experience like in the actual dissertation as far as writing it? How was that? Uh, it was it was challenging because this was this was new new to me. It was different from the papers that we 
were writing with the, the curriculum, um, with the courses that we had, it was um, lengthier in, in its writing. It was more, um, more depth of knowledge. And I really didn't know what I knew <laughs> until I was putting things together. So I just, um, I just didn't quite understand the, the mechanics of the writing. I didn't understand quite where I was going. We had some courses that kind of led, led up to it with the literature review course. But even in that, that was more of um, practice. This was your example. This is what it should look like. But when it got to my own dissertation, I didn't quite know how to make the connections from the sample that I wrote in the courses to writing now for for the the project. I just, it didn't connect for me as well as I thought it, it should have. Any ideas, I mean, you're a teacher, any ideas of how we could make that easier transition for students? Um, I, I think that even as an educator, uh, to make those connections, and sometimes it's not in the, in the work, sometimes it's just in the verbiage, sometimes it's just in the conversations. I know when I, when I teach science, I make a lot of references to math when I'm teaching any type of uh, scientific computations. I make the references to math, and so I'll use the language of math. When I want the students to think, to think critically, I will use references on, in English and make those connections. So I think um, from that perspective of just having more dialogue and referencing back to the courses that we've taken so that it doesn't seem like it's an isolation and causing those connections to happen. Because once the connections were there, I was able to um, to finish and to, to move forward, but it took a while for me to make those connections on my own. So I just think more conversation, more dialogue, more coaching, Mm -hmm. uh, I think would be a wonderful uh, piece to add to to dissertation or capstone. So trying to relate it back to your former classes and that kind of thing? Yes, ma'am. A, a lot of uh, just coaching, just coaching through and this is what it looks like and remembering this course, just those connections. So it doesn't seem like this is a foreign, foreign subject and we are both speaking foreign languages and no one understands each other. And it's really not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it. So what do you wish that your committee knew about working online on such a project? A lot of our faculty went to more brick and mortar institutions. So what do you wish that they had known? Uh, that we, we really need we really need them. We really need their support. Um, I know that the the working just from my own um, dissertation and it was such an eye opener for me um, that even though it's a professional a professional um, acquaintance, it's a professional work environment. We really need the humanistic side of our chairs. We really need to hear them laugh. We really need to know that they are there. The conversation will not just, you know, how are you doing? What can I do? And moving on, not so much customer service, but more of um, partnership. And we're, we're working through this together. I just wish that they knew how much we really, really need them. Mm 
they really need the support. So it almost sounds like you're saying they should be more open about themselves personally. Is that what you're saying? Um, not so much personally, but maybe about the experience as a student. Um, the the personal aspect of it that would help if there's a, a common a commonality there. Um, for example, with my being uh, a single mother, well, I wouldn't didn't expect my chair to speak to me about parenting <laughs> um, because it, it just it was nothing in common there. But just to know what it was like to be in that seat as a uh, as a student, um, more of metacognition. What would you do if you were here? How did you take care of this when you were a student? More of relating those experiences so that we are seen as as um, as helping us to to cross that bridge together. And it's not of um, of a duty or an obligation or um, or contractual relationship. <laughs> it is more of I was where you are, and and let's let me show you how to cross over this and do this successfully. So it sounds like again, like the coaching idea or being a mentor. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, it's a great idea. So we talked about kind of the harder parts of the program. What was the best part besides finishing? <laughs> Um, the, the best part was um, some of the, the classmates that we talked through. My class was very, my cohort was very supportive. Uh, that discussion board, it, it helped out so much, even though it wasn't a, a physical talking, but just reading the encouragement, you know, one to another was really, really, um, it was really uh, wonderful to be a part of. And the relationship that I was able to build with my with my committee um, to this day, I still uh, am in contact and uh, I stay in touch with them. Just having, I guess, someone that now understands um, with myself again, uh, not having the the family and the friends that that I can share in those conversations with and and talk about the experience, but now having someone that is there and and being able to um, have a sense of belonging, have a sense of accomplishment and not being cut off from from the program, cut off from the universe because I've I've graduated. So the best part for me with the connections that I've were able to make and still um, able to to um, continue with. You know, I think as online faculty, we forget that personal humanity part of it all, you know, that that's important that people have that interaction. It, I mean, we're working online, but it should be more than that, you know, that we should have a community of scholars that we're working together. Right. Yeah. Right. We're online, but we're still people. <laughs> it's not computer to computer. It's you know, just a, a different modality of, of how to um, convey and transfer information, but there's still a person behind that behind that screen. So true. Well, is there anything else that you would like to tell faculty? This is your chance. Um, I, I just want to express to the faculty and staff that I I really 
enjoyed my time with Walden when I spoke to different individuals at other universities through my own work uh, with my dissertation. Uh, Walden is really a good place. Um, they, they treat us well. The, the graduation ceremony was outstanding. Uh, my family was able to to uh, be that my girls were able to see. So Walden is a really, it's a good place to be. And so I just want to thank uh, faculty and staff for the vision of the university and how you all have continued to keep the vision moving forward to produce some outstanding results and some things that I'm able to do now. I did not think they were inside of me, but my, my committee they just pulled out greatness. They pulled out great things outside of me, in from within me, um, through the hard work and expectations that were set. It wasn't, it wasn't as my pastor said, it wasn't a walkover. They they pushed me, and I'm so grateful. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. King. We so appreciate you. Thank you for joining us today for Research Talk. Our music is by Audionautics.com. And I'm Dr. Lee Statlander. Today's podcast was sponsored by Walden University's Center for Research Quality. Mm -hmm.